Twas the day after Christmas, and all through the land, many people were shopping with new iPods in hand. The mics had been placed throughout the room with great care, in hopes that when the show posts, our downloads would flare. The bass line did thump as the in- intro song clattered. The meters were peaked, and it didn't even matter. All around the web, our notifications did flash. The people had spoken. They demanded Kate Nash. He tried to be creative and try something new, but it was quite clear that when it came to choosing intro songs, he blew. He hung his head in defeat as he gave up his fight. Happy podcasting to all, and to all a good night. Today is Thursday, Christmas Day, December 25th, the year of our Lord, 2014, and welcome to episode 75 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we discuss the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. This is our very special Christmas edition episode, recorded on... Christmas Day. I am Jeremy, and I am joined by my wonderful, glowing co-hostess, partner in crime and in life, Christina Wise. Everybody, hello. say hello. hello. Say hello to our loving face. So, was that little story you made up <laughs> an official announcement? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, no, you can't write something like that and then not have it be true. I just wanted to bring something new to the listeners for this Christmas holiday. I'm in the festive sp- spirit. I'm in a giving mood. Okay. I'm in a giving mood. <laughs> Actually, okay, so here's some real talk about Christmas, and we discussed this earlier today. I, th- I'm, like, not feeling the holidays. In general, I'm not a huge fan of holidays. This specific holiday, I'm just, like, not into it at all i feel like i'm a crotchety i feel like i'm a crotchety cranky old man about it actually there's just so much like just i'm just done i just don't care about holidays they're not special to me i just don't care uh that always been that way to a certain extent and it's just gotten progressively more so and more so and because i have this weird thing in me that anytime there's something that people cherish and hold dear i i want to not care like i just have to be what's that called a contrarian it's your inner hipster (laughs) yeah i guess so anyway but this i've always been like this too like there's always that letdown i mean i even remember that feeling when you were a kid like you'd get excited about christmas and gifts Mm -hmm. and whatever and then all of a sudden you open all your gifts and it's like oh yeah but then you just feel this like total letdown or Mm -hmm. whatever and I, I feel that even more so now. The second my daughter was done opening her last gift this morning, I just like looked up at the Christmas tree and I was, I was just like, I'm done. Out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I quit. It was, I call it my Christmas refractory period. It's very similar to the feeling of just shame and aloneness that happens after masturbation. <laughs> I don't know what you're like, talking about. When you get you done say and that. you're like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> this is. The worst choice I could have possibly made, and I'm a horrible person. I think you need to go to therapy for that, because (laughs) I don't think that that's a normal... 
I definitely experienced some post-Christmas shame this morning. Like, as soon as the last gift was open, I was, like, immediately embarrassed. Like, why did we even participate in this holiday? <laughs> why do we have a Christmas tree? This is gross. I want it out of this house immediately. And In fact, had my daughter not, my daughter went back to her mom's house a little bit <clears throat> this early afternoon or whatever. And uh, had she not, I, I that Christmas tree would already be gone. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I just I'm done. But I told her that I would have her come back and help take him down if she wanted to. So she does. So I'm I'm in my Christmas refractory period. I'm done with uh I'm done with Christmas. I agree. I just I don't know. I don't know if exactly what it is. I feel like I've been progressively getting worse and worse or better and better whatever you want to call it. It might have something to do with my new job. Or whatever, but uh, I'm just so done with gifts. We touched a little bit on this last week, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't like. I feel like everybody has enough stuff. Like, I don't know. Do you want me to return I the don't, space socks okay. I got you? I don't want to be. I don't. I don't. Seeing I'm done with gifts. That doesn't. I'm torn because I like I I enjoy receiving gifts. I enjoyed uh, watching my daughter receive gifts. I mean, she was incredibly spoiled, which is both great and whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And on one hand, like I want her to feel celebrated and to feel excited that she received gifts and whatever, but it just seems like it just seems like too much. Like at some point, we just have to say enough is enough, right? I agree. But I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know exactly how to navigate Where's that. that. Line? <laughs> I don't know. So I feel bad because I am fully, I mean, my poor daughter, like I am fully becoming that parent that's like, oh yeah, we don't do Christmas at my dad's house. <laughs> He's really <laughs> weird about holidays. I mean, I had friends that did that because they were, what's that? Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. Is that, that yeah. don't, doesn't celebrate holidays. And, uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to be that, but I am, I am slowly becoming that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Did you have a good Christmas? Was it an exciting time for you? I liked being off work. Nice. Okay. And I liked, um, (laughs) I like, I liked spending time with people. Mm -hmm. That was pleasant. But on the other hand, I'm passing a kidney stone. Oh, yeah. And so I'm in intense pain. Christy's had a rough week, guys. Car accident. A car accident that was not her fault, but might end up kind of being her fault because the person is lying mm-hmm. to insurance and committing insurance fraud. She was stopped at a stoplight and got sideswiped. The person is saying that she jerked over into her lane. Uh, that same day, she started having some pain, went to the doctor and found out she's working through this kidney stone situation. So yeah. that's, that's very exciting. The last exciting. time I had a kidney stone, it took eight days for it to pass. Yeah. Which is not, that's, that's to the point where they want to start doing surgery. Yeah. So hopefully this one won't last that long. Jesus. That, uh, that sounds incredibly unpleasant. But I'm Percocet's sorry that you're Yeah. Are you on Percocet right now? Yeah, a little bit. Really? Yeah. Oh no. Just a fourth. <laughs> oh. Are you I, like... ca- I can't handle it. It's just too strong. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of a lightweight when it comes to substances it... of all kinds. And I've had to work this entire week. Yeah. Because we're having this huge, 
huge ordeal project go down that will change a huge thing that's happening in my company that I can't really talk about. But then all of the director levels and above left town mm. and left me in charge of getting this project complete. That's so that's fantastic. pretty awesome. Yeah. What uh, Do you have any like Christmas traditions that you are fond of? Or that, that you've done, or whether or not you're fond of them, but just things that you've always done every year. Like I have one that I was thinking about for your family. Ever since I've known you. Okay, what's that? Your dad calls you and reads the Christmas the story or the night before Christmas mm-hmm. over the phone yes. to you. Ever since I've known you. Well, so how that happened is he's always read it to us since since the d- first Christmas I was born. Every Christmas Eve, he reads it before we go to bed. And then... Six or eight years, it's a, it's up in the air whether it was eight years ago or six years ago when my parents got divorced, my mom got Christmas Eve, so we didn't ever see my dad on Christmas Eve. We saw him on Christmas Day. So then it started being that he would call us. I see. My favorite thing is that like two years, was it two years ago right after we first met or three years ago? The Christmas right after we first met. He called you at like 1130 at night mm-hmm. uh, and he had been drinking yep. and he was at a bar and you could like hear the music in the background and he was reading it Yep, two it was, years and ago. he was like slurring his, that was my favorite. That was <laughs> hilarious. And then last night you actually like saw him live in person mm-hmm. and we're going to get to have a live reading of it. And then he forgot. Yeah. And then you called him and, and he said, and he said, just read it yourself. Just look yeah. it up and read it yourself. But I feel like your dad's kind of doing a bit. Okay. What do you mean? I just mean like, I feel like he kind of tries to portray himself as like this kind of sassy old guy that like doesn't care and doesn't really know anything, like kind of is playing dumb. Mm-hmm. But I just, I feel like it's a bit, a little bit. I feel it's a little bit true, but then kind of exaggerated. Yeah, well, we talked about this, and my sister said she thinks that it really is real. And then when he sees that people are laughing or think that he's... He just keeps going. He it. just... And then that that happened tonight. You you said that to her yesterday. And she kind of goes, well, I don't know, really know what you're talking about. And then perfect example today Yeah, happened when he was making these Brussels sprouts, and he had bacon to put on it and they were in a Tupperware thing and my sister said just put put the bacon on in the put the bacon in the oven and yeah. let him cook and he goes well it will melt yeah and she it'll said, melt if I put this in the oven and then she said what are you talking about and he goes if I put this Tupperware in the oven it will melt and she's like you you're joking me right and he <laughs> said no and then he like had this he was holding back a smile and he's like yeah what are you talking about yeah So, and then you said, see, that's the perfect example of. Yeah. Yeah. And did you guys do Santa as a kid? Yes. And were you into that? I was into it, really into it because my dad went above and beyond to try to make it realistic. Oh, did he do like the footstep, like the flower footsteps? No. I just think because he didn't. Couldn't um, afford flour. (laughs) Well. um, (laughs) Well, you guys were in Omaha, right? So it was like corn. No, no. <laughs> or like, like um, ground beef. I don't think he would have <laughs> thought of that. Oh. But he was like definitely into the cookies, and we we did the whole thing. And then 
in the morning he would wake us up. He would wake us up super early, um, 6 Mm a.m. and be like, go out. And he would turn the lights on the tree and have Christmas music. And then he would come out and say, baby Santa came and and like this (laughs) whole thing. And then when I was eight, nine years old, eight, eight or nine years old, someone at daycare told me spoiler alert santa wasn't real and i in the car on the way home i said dad uh i think the kid's name was luther luther told me that of course it was (laughs) of course luther ruined santa for you and i said luther said santa wasn't real and i desperately wanted him to say well that he doesn't know what he's talking about and it was right by christmas i think it was end of november or something it was coming up close and then when we got home, he took me into the room and said, Santa isn't real, but let's keep your sister thinking oh he my is. God. And everything in my life just came to a, it just crumbled. Everything that my parents had told me oh could have been a lie. Like it all just was terrible. And I was supposed to put on a brave face for my sister. (laughs) Which is even worse, I think. Yeah. Like, well, now, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a metaphor for growing up, though. Like, you grow up and your parents create this world that feels safe. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, anyway, you feel Mm -hmm. safe and they love you and it's, like, comfortable and you have all these blankets and you have toys in your room and everything's, like, wonderful. And then the older you get, the more you just realize it's all a giant Mm -hmm. facade. (laughs) This world. Yeah. yeah, They've been lying to you. (laughs) This world is a horrible, horrible place. (laughs) What about the Easter bunny? And he's like, yeah, it's me and your mom. Oh, And the tooth fairy. Like I just got really, really upset about it. And wait, 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 wait. The tooth fairy is not the same as Santa and all this. That's a legit thing. No. The tooth fairy. No. For sure. Come on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so I, even though he went out of his way to make it magical and all of that stuff is, is great to think about, mm. that this magic happens, was all ruined in that one day. Oh, my God. So. Oh, no. I think this everybody has that tragic story. Yeah. That makes me never want to. I mean, I'm totally on board with you never... Being anti-Santa. And yeah. yeah. And also, what I've noticed with my friends that do Santa and just in general, they use it kind of to be terrible, like <laughs> to kind of terrorize their kids a little bit yeah. or threaten them to be good. Mm-hmm. If you don't go to bed, Santa's going to take away your presents. And I remember my mom doing that. You have 10 presents to start with right now. And now you have eight. Oh Keep going. Oh like, you God. know what I mean? And just, that just seems like a terrible, yeah. terrible thing that starts happening in November when as soon as Christmas starts getting on your radar. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel bad. Again, I feel like I'm that parent. No Santa. No, uh. No gifts. <laughs> you're gonna her be gifts. the worst. Uh, I don't know. She didn't seem very excited about the gifts that I gave her. <laughs> well, it was but also early. It was early. And yeah, she I had got to wake her three up. Three days full <laughs> of getting presents. Yeah, yeah. I got her nerd stuff. <laughs> yes. I, got, I got her a microscope and binoculars. 
and a kit to build robots. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. And a paleontologist. Yeah. A little set. She got to dig for a dinosaur. She took the... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so that was... Uh, that was very exciting. I forgot there was... Oh, that's right. I The only thing I was going to say about my... So I... So much of my life has been, uh, even in the last like five to ten years, has been realizing how weird the first like 20 years of my life was. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just stuff that I grew up with that I just always accepted as normal. And I feel like to a certain extent, I've had these kind of blinders taken off slowly over the last few years. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of this stuff that is really abnormal. Like we used to always get up on Christmas morning and sing happy birthday to Jesus, like full on cake situation and a candle and like the happy birthday to Jesus thing. And then we would read the Christmas story from the Bible and act it out with the nativity (laughs) pieces which we still do. You got to uh, witness that firsthand. My second <laughs> this year. most recent time. And uh, yeah, I like. I was telling that to your sister earlier today. And for some reason, the part where we acted out the nativity scene mm-hmm. was weirder to her than singing "Happy Birthday to Jesus." Everybody has reacted that way. Is that? Do you feel that way? I think the whole thing's kind of. <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody at Christie's work said that she probably got the kidney stone from Holding trying to in hold in the laughter <laughs> while the acting out of the uh, acting out of the the Christmas story was happening. Mm-hmm. But I had this weird moment of realization, and this is, I mean, this is a combination of how I grew up, and then also just like being a dude and seeing things through a dude's eyes, but. uh I had this moment of realization as I was listening to my parents read the Christmas story uh, that, and this is not going to come as a shock to you, but it was mm-hmm. for some reason really jarring to me this year that uh, the Bible is very dude centric. It focuses on men <laughs> very, very much. Like the only woman in the entire story from the Bible all the way. I mean, there's the, the Christmas story that we read from the Bible. There was shepherds. There was angels. There was God was represented in there. There was wise people. There was kings. There was Jesus's, uh, I guess, stepdad. <laughs> Is Joseph Jesus's stepdad? Well. All of these people were men, all of them. The only woman that was mentioned in the story is Mary. Uh, and ba- her sole purpose was basically to be make a make a baby <laughs> and be this like baby factory. And I was listening to the story being read and I was like, I was like, I don't want. I made a joke about it at the time, but it's like kind of been bugging me since then. Like, I, I don't, I said, I don't, can we, like, change some of the, can we get some wise women in here and maybe <laughs> some, like, some lady shepherds or whatever, refer to God as a she, maybe, just so uh, women can be represented a little more in the story, because, like, my, I don't, I mean, I grew up with that as just normal. 
Mm-hmm. And that was just like whatever, whatever. And I, there's probably a couple reasons that that's not jarring to me. One, because I'm a man and there's a lot of men in there. So I'm very well represented. Mm-hmm. And two, because that's just a very normal, I mean, Christian culture to a certain extent is very man centric, like right. Christianity as a whole in the Bible and mm-hmm. mainline Christianity always refers to God as a he and whatever. I mean, it's the Bible is written by men. And, uh, and it was just really jarring for some reason. Like it just made me I, I I didn't want my daughter from the age of four to be, for lack of a better term, like indoctrinated with this story where the only woman that's talked about or represented this story, her sole purpose is to make a baby. And I don't I don't want her carrying that message away. <laughs> I don't know. It was really, like, jarring and honestly kind of upsetting to me, and I, like, made a joke about it because that's usually what I do when I'm upset and mm-hmm. thinking through things, and every, everybody got weird about it. <laughs> like, everybody's like, <laughs> like, oh, we have to be politically correct, don't want to tip the boat, whatever, and just kind of blew, blew me off. But and then I was trying to explain to you how upsetting it was or how, like, jarring it was for me, and you were like, well, yeah, that's... Everybody knows that. <laughs> here I am. Here I am at the ripe age of 30 just now, Donnie. 30. Uh, 30, 32. Okay. Hey, if you get to say you're 28 for 10 years, I get to. <laughs> I can hey. fudge a couple years now and then. It's not even intentional with me. I yeah, just can't just ever remember, remember how old I am. So here I am at the age of 32 realizing stuff that, you know, Christy's just like, oh, yeah, that's a. <laughs> That's a thing that everybody knows. <laughs> the Bible's super sexist. Yep. Cool. Yeah. My friend, uh, I don't know if he's my friend. I, I would like to think he's my friend. Um, but I know a guy that uh, created like a script that, uh, like a computer script, computer language talk thing. Wow. That really, uh, that really broke down quickly. <laughs> he created a thing. Uh, a website called the Silent Voices Bible where he basically flipped all the gender pronouns in the Bible. Okay. And I was gonna, I was thinking about trying to read part of it on the podcast, but it, I read through it and it just won't work. So I'm going to link to it because I think it's super interesting. And if you are – if you grew up in Christian culture or are in it or whatever, uh, I think that it's really interesting – to read, he has this little blurb on his webpage that just says, The Christian Bible is the most beloved text in the world, cherished by billions and central to religious and communal tradition. Uh, I, as a man, find my gender reflected through characters I can relate to. The Silent Voices Bible is a project that offers that same experience to a billion faithful Christian women. So, And there's some links to popular stories on there, like the, the prodigal's daughter <laughs> mm. and uh, a Proverbs 31 man. Which oh, gross. <laughs> you just uh, were introduced to the Proverbs 31 woman situation. So anyway, I don't know. I'll put a link to that in the in the show notes if you guys, if you're into that kind of thing. It's also just uh, silentvoicesbible.com. But I don't know. I was just, yeah, I, I don't know if that was, uh, I mean, what's that like for you? Does it, does it matter? <laughs> I, the Bible something means that zero been... in my life. Yeah. So it doesn't It's just we I mean it, it it's it's weird to me to have this thing that's been central to my life for the majority of my life. Uh I don't know. It's jarring is the best word that I can come up with. It's just Well, also when I was 
ex- dabbling in different religions. Um, Catholicism celebrates Mary and the women of the Bible a lot more than Christianity. They don't just see her as a vessel. Yeah. She plays a very important part, which is why a lot of Christians in whatever kind of sect that your people are from don't, don't believe that Catholics are, are Christian. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was because they consider Mary too. They're like fake. Yeah. Christians. And I have vague memories of being told by my, I want to say my parents, but people in my life that Catholicism is not really Christianity and they have some quote unquote weird stuff about Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, your mom told me that when I first, when I first met her and she asked me what my uh, relationship with Jesus was. And I told her, you know, my path when I told her I was Catholic, she goes, well, we don't really consider that Christian. And I wanted to say, it's literally the first Christians. <laughs> literally. <laughs> there yeah. would be no Christianity without Catholics. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's true. There would be no Protestant Christianity without Catholics. I mean, because they broke off, like mm-hmm. splintered off of Catholicism. So maybe they like, that's why they deem it not. Which, by the way, I mean, how do you... How do you reconcile that? Like that was something that when I was even a Christian, I had a hard time with where, so I was considered myself a Protestant, not the denomination Protestant, but you know, uh, the Protestant church was kind of a, a, an offshoot of Catholicism. And, and that's like what the whole thing was. That's what the the most of evangelical Christianity is part of the Protestant movement. It was, that's where its roots are which happened because there was disagreements with the way the Catholic Church was being run. And so because they disagreed, they splintered off, they broke that relationship, and they went and start, started their own thing. So here you have this entire relationship that, or this entire religion that prides itself on being like founded in relationship and acceptance and love and, hey, we love you no matter what, and love the, <laughs> love the sinner hate the sin or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, inclusiveness and acceptance. I mean, in in word, not necessarily in practice, but mm-hmm. Christians would say they're very inclusive. So you have this entire denomination that's based off of that. But the the at the very, very root, at the very beginning of it all, it was based off of, we disagree with you, and so therefore we are going to sever relationship and break off, <laughs> break away from you and, and declare ourselves to be separate from you, mm-hmm. which is very like, I mean, that's a very, that's something that happens in Christian culture all the time. If you disagree, if you disagree with the way somebody's living their life, you know, you can't have toxic Shun people in them. your life, you, that people get shunned and that it, causes broken relationship and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that was like one of the weirdest things for me. One of the biggest transformations that I went through kind of from that time of being super steeped in evangelical Christianity to coming to this place of realizing like, it's totally okay to be friends with, I'm very comfortable being friends and being in a relationship with people that I don't fundamentally agree with. And that was kind of a new concept for me. At a fairly old age, which is, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, an unfortunate thing. I just but. think it's so weird when people isolate themselves to a community of people that just all agree with them. 
Yeah. And it is a very common thing that happens in Christianity. That seems like a well, very I think boring, probably in lots of groups, but lonely life. I have lots of experience when it comes to uh, <laughs> Christianity that I can speak to. I mean, even when I was in Bible college, we would get sucked into. Uh, you're in college <laughs> five days a week. Uh, there's a requirement that you go to. You're active in a church. You have to be a member at a church. So you're in Bible college five days a week. Four of those days, we had chapel. Uh, the church that you are a member of, you had to attend at least two services. So then you're going to two church services a week. You also have to have a service position at that church. So then you're also volunteering at that church. And immediately, like, your your entire world becomes other Christians. <laughs> and it just turns into this big... That sounds terrible Circle jerk with Jesus in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> circle jerk with Jesus well, in the middle. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's like the soggy cracker, soggy cookie, or soggy cookie, but with a um, Jesus communion wafer, <laughs> soggy communion wafer. Yes. Wow, this is this is uh, spinning out of control quickly. So that's our <laughs> that's our uh, that's our Christmas talk, everybody. <laughs> that, and then you guys all eat the same thing, and you like your mom makes homemade hot chocolate. Yeah. The whole thing. Just yeah, we got some fun traditions, I guess. So, I, 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 that, I, that was complete lip service. I don't care about any of the traditions. <laughs> so we have my dad reading to us and then, um, we have a really weird, um, Christmas song, mm. which Jeremy got to hear for the first time. Bony fingers. Yes. Is it even a Christmas song? No. It's like, oh, literally. I played the piano so much that the skin fell off of my hands. No, no, no. I worked so hard in the fields. Oh, oh, that's even worse. Right. So here's the story. I told it on my old podcast, but I haven't told it on this one. Um, we All of our Christmas music was in record form. So when we switched over to tapes, mm. we at Christmas time, we'd pull out the record player and all the records. We had four or five records. Well, one of them was this Hoyt Axton record. Mm -hmm. And so at Christmas time, that's when we would get to listen to it in, in this bony finger song off this Hoyt Axton. I loved it. So in my little kid head, that became a song you listen to at Christmas. Sure. And then we didn't do that anymore um, when we moved away from Omaha. And then at 20, I was on a road trip with my uncle who happened to have bony fingers on a CD, just like a mixed CD that he had made. And I said, why are you, why do you have this Christmas song? And he said, this is not a Christmas song. And I actually really listened to the words <laughs> and it's terrible. It's, it's terrible horrible. and depressing. Yeah. And so I really thought until that age that I, that it was a Christmas song and now my family just does it kind of for fun that you have to listen to it at least once and then it's Christmas time. And anytime we make a playlist or a mix CD, even for other people, we put it on there. It's <laughs> so creepy. And then, of course, the Christmas Adam, which is the yeah. day before Christmas Eve, the 23rd. And that was a... That was a Trey. Trey came up with that. I've heard that joke so many times. No, you've heard it's not Steve or whatever. And Chris, yeah, yeah, it's not Christmas. Yeah. Uh, well, and then this Christmas year, Eve, it's, or it's not Christmas Steve, it's Christmas Eve. I made a joke <laughs> that on Christmas, Adam, we eat ribs. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why 
<laughs> we don't. And why the... I just came up with that this year. Well, you don't eat ribs because Period. you're a vegetarian. I, I eat those riblets. Riblets. <laughs> Soy Riblets. Meat. Oh, yeah. Ribs or whatever. You would probably eat rib meat if it was cut off of the bones. Oh, I don't know. And you didn't see it if being didn't cut off the bones. see it and, and you disguised a lot it of so you didn't that... know that you were eating meat. Yeah. I think you would enjoy the flavor. We'll see. Um, and not pork. Did you, uh, you had some stuff happen regarding gifts at your work. Oh, Lord. Right? This is your new... <laughs> My new job. This is your uh, first time back in the office in seven years? Pretty much eight. Eight years. So in, for the last eight years, I've worked by myself. Um, kind of co-workers, but they didn't work with me and not even really. So, And my boss was traveling always at Christmas. So I would get him... I would t- send off his three... 300 Christmas cards and all of his gifts and wrap them and make sure that they get sent out to who they're supposed to do and then ship him off to Palm Springs and then not see him again until probably March. Um, so this is my first time actually being in an office setting again. And first of all, everybody for the last couple of years have, have complained on Facebook like, oh, Christmas time at the office with the holiday treats. And I just thought, I don't even know what they're talking about. It is insane, (laughs) this thing. We have this break room, and it from, I would say, the second week in December, it's filled with cookies and chocolate and fudge and all this stuff. And then next, the gifts started just coming in. And people are, are giving them and getting them. And I just thought, is this something we're supposed to do? Yeah. And I guess... It is, especially because I work f- under the CEO and the CFO, and so I'm seeing all the gifts that their re- direct reports are giving. And um, I, the more that I saw it, I just started to feel guilty that I don't have anything <laughs> yeah. for these people. And then, then I started getting gifts: Starbucks cards, the smoked cheese. The smoked incident. cheese that was delicious, and it didn't make me feel appreciative it made me instantly feel guilty and thought oh my god how many more days do i have until christmas (laughs) that i can go out and reciprocate and buy buy gifts and just made me feel guilty did you get any for anybody no do you feel guilty kind of may you be absolved of your guilt i don't believe in that if only it was that easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's right you're catholic you can't get rid of guilt right (laughs) They, that's the joke that just as soon enjoy. as the water sprinkles on your head as a baby, the, that's the guilt. Just enjoy uh, enjoy the gifts that you got. Enjoy your smoky cheese and your Starbucks cards. <laughs> and feel oh, no oh, pressure. To and two bags of all-dressed ruffles from oh, Canada. Yeah. Thank you for Canada, yeah. co-worker, for sending us those. I, I don't. I would say her name, but the, I don't want anyone else to try to use her as a connection. <laughs> yeah, she's our snack uh, mule. Yeah. <laughs> is that the right yeah. term? Yeah, she, uh, she keistered those ruffles. <laughs> explains why yeah. they were so crunched up and little. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are these? Man, what did these go through? Apparently, they went she through also her uh, sneaks me colon. in. Well, doesn't sneak me in. She just drives it straight over the border. Uh, this special chocolate. Wow. And toffee. Wow. Well, yeah. Thanks, Canada. Mm-hmm. Man. For once, Canada bringing something good into your life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So are you? Let me ask you this: Are you going to next year, if you're in that place still, are you going to, are you going to plan ahead and try and give gifts to your coworkers? Maybe the people that have become my actual friends. Good. So and only if you want to. Yeah. Only if you want to. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's wrong to give gifts, but don't do it out of guilt. I think what I would actually probably do is say, hey, ladies, we're friends. Let's go out and have a holiday lunch together and don't fucking buy me anything. (laughs) Okay. Well, and that's a funny story is my boss uh, bought me a present, Uh but he emailed me and said, I got you something, but my wife thought I ordered it and I thought she ordered it. So it's not going to be here for a while. (laughs) Merry Christmas. That's what happens when you're buying a gift for your personal assistant who's supposed to help you with that kind of thing. Exactly. Well, and (laughs) he, he said, I am, I'm a hundred percent sure you're going to love it. And he, I I was like, this is really weird. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A a race. (laughs) I, I, I'm quitting. I thought that the whole thing was really weird. And so I was telling another one of the executive assistants, she goes, oh, that's because he asked me what to get you and I picked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you're going to love it? Probably. Yeah. She's good. I mean, she picked out my birthday present where I got the R2-D2 yeah. that talks and charges my phone. There we go. Well, speaking of gifts and speaking of snacks, I wanted to address something. Okay. I was sent – so the other day we were hanging out with friend of the show, Katrina. Yes. Who wants to come back on, by the way, if there's any single dudes out there. Or ladies. Or ladies. She uh, is on the market and literally asked us if she could come on the show and just say, here's what I'm looking for. <laughs> here's what I uh, here's what I do or whatever. Uh, does, does anybody know anybody kind of situation? Yeah. And I said – that we're sounds like, like a horrible idea. So like probably Tinder. we'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it the Tinder uh, the Tinder cast. <laughs> oh, I can tell my Tinder story on it. We'll try and get some people to call in. And then <laughs> depending on how they're doing she can on the show, left. she can just swipe left and then we'll just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a <laughs> we'll great just hang show. hang up on them. So, uh, yeah, I was just thinking I might swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one is which. Oh, man. Anyway, Go so Katrina, like we were hanging out. Katrina, you, me, Ellie. I was sent to the store. One of the things that was on the list to get at the store was Oreos. And I purchased some not Oreo Safeway brand. brand tuxedo. Tuxedos. Tuxedos. Yeah. And I brought them back. And Oh, dear. <laughs> Just dropped the laptop. Yeah. Uh, and Katrina goes, Katrina said, this is where you fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, made a big deal about it. And then Christy made a big deal out of it. And I thought that was enough. So then three days later, I started getting all these notifications on my phone because Christina posted it on Facebook and said, and basically said, uh, uh, Jeremy got sent to the store to buy Oreos, came back with these. Should I break up with him now or after the holidays? <laughs> and I got completely eaten alive on Facebook. Yeah, there's some things that you don't scrimp on. Yeah. And this, the saving, the amount of savings that you got, which is probably about 30 cents, mm-hmm. was not worth the aftermath. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess not. They were... 
I mean, they were good for what well, they were. But here's the thing is that the picture that you used to complain mm-hmm. about me purchasing these cookies on Facebook, the package was almost empty. Yeah, she ate them so all. So they were enjoyed. We all ate them. We all participated in the eating of these cookies. So they were eaten. They were good for what they were, but they are not Oreos. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I think that they're fine. No. But I, uh, you know, that's not an argument that I'm going to try and get into. But my favorite part is somebody sent you a link to an article that was like a Stuff Christian Culture Likes Mm -hmm. blog. And it said, generic brand cookies. (laughs) Like it literally just called me out for (laughs) for it. Which made you feel gross. You read it and you went gross. (laughs) And then my second favorite part was that uh, my my mom uh, jumped in on that Facebook thread, which is always a little terrifying Mm -hmm. when my mom gets involved in Facebook threads involving my friends. Anytime I get a notification (laughs) that either Matt Baca or your mom have commented on a photo yeah. or a post, I have a quick panic attack. Especially with all the, the P2MA discussion that's been happening. Right. And all that kind of stuff. The last thing I need is for my mom to come and ask me what that is. So, we uh, need to make but my mom up. goes, my mom goes, please don't, my mom goes, please don't break up with him. <laughs> and then weirdly brought it up at Christmas <laughs> in front of like my entire extended family she, goes up to you. I don't think she don't thought, break up. Don't break up with Jeremy. She we said, like I blame you. myself because I yeah. always got store brand. Yeah. It's, my, it's Naomi's fault. So then that goes back <laughs> into the Christian culture likes. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out so, to le- Biebs for lesson, that one. Uh, lesson learned. Lesson learned, guys. I will uh, not Never. buy the Oreo. Although, you know what? Now I'm tempted to do like a Side-by-side blind uh, blind taste test. Well, I could tell right away because the texture. Oh, yeah. Because. The, yeah. So maybe I'll mash them up. I'll crumble them up. Oh, crumble them good. up. We'll do that. We'll have to do that. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, Let's 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 bring this let's bring this plane in for a landing. <laughs> so next week we have a very special show planned. All Am drone right? strike episode. The all it's going to be the all drone strike episode. Christina sent me a list of about thirty things. I stayed up till three thirty in the morning and couldn't sleep. She so for the new year next next week is New Year's week. She, basically, it's going to be a list of things that she wants to see not happen she wants to see come to an end in 2015 so can we i'm trying to think of an example that we can give people it would be stuff like just lame jokes that everybody says all the time yeah like uh i i won like it's adam and eve not adam and steve or this person won the internet or this such and such won the internet stuff she would like to see an end to that so I want you guys to call in, email, tweet, leave us a voicemail, whatever. Skyrite. Contact us. Yeah. Uh, and let us know what you would like to see come to an end in 2015. You're tired of this joke. You're tired of this thing that everybody does. You're tired of people's obsession with beards. I'm, I'm tired of people's obsession with beards. Or people's obsession with pizza. Like pizza being like a thing. You know what I mean? Kind of like how bacon is a thing, and there's bacon everything all of a sudden. Like pizza. Anyway, okay. Let's not put the cart before the horse there. So call and tell us your thing. 
tweet us, email us, whatever. You can find all that contact information on our website. Incidentally, forgot to mention this at the top of the show. You can also find subscription links there. It would help us out a ton if you would go to iTunes, subscribe in iTunes. There's a link on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. There's a contact page on there. You'll see it right on the main page, nerdoutloudpod.com. That's all you have to remember. There's a billion ways to contact us, including a phone number, call or voicemail. We want to hear from you. Besides that, uh, we have an Android app. Just search for Nerd Out Loud Pod in like the Amazon Android store and download it. It's great for Android people if you don't have a thing. And uh, Christina, any last words? I don't care if you love or hate our <laughs> podcast. Just don't talk shit. Yeah, don't. And don't, don't make up lies about me. Because it's not nice. Mm-mm. We don't like the people that aren't nice because that's not cool to be <laughs> not nice. <laughs> and I say... Santa's not real and stop giving gifts unless they're revolution. a drug. Viva la revolution. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Let your nerd flag fly!